This episode of Pondering Nerdcast was brought to you by GamingRebellion.com. Join the community today at GamingRebellion.com, where it's more than just games. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Pondering Nerdcast. This is episode 74, and here with me in this glorious mid-afternoon. What well, is it, mid-afternoon? No, it's, after, it's high noon. Here in it's New York City. It's hot. It's hot. So you might hear some fans, AC, beeps, whatever. People are just like, Ugh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but Nate, uh, Nate, what's the weather like in, in Florida right now? It's rainy! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to be like Ollie Williams from Family Guy. Like, how's uh, the weather looking in Florida, Nate? It's rainy! Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least you get some rain. We, I think we got rain the other day, but it didn't really do much. Just made things worse. Just, just nasty here. Uh, but yeah, with me today is Nate Rowe. What's up? Alyssa Spector. Hello, hello. And Dwayne Samuels. What's going on? And also, and again, because um, remember, I don't ever say my name. I'm, I'm Lance John, one of the co-hosts as well. Uh, and all that good stuff. Yes. Anyway. Let's get started, shall we? Shall we? Let's talk about some creepy ass tech. Creepy ass future tech. Future? Or is it now? I don't know. But whatever. The future so, is now. Dun, dun, dun. We are there. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. this company called Open uh, DNA um, was like, yeah, so you know, we want to make ads more personal. And we're going to use your DNA for that. So you get more personalized ads. Yeah, it's not creepy. No, it's not creepy at all. <laughs> so so they're, they're, they're using this thing called open DNA AI or artificial intelligence. Um, where their claim is like it's going to have like machine learning that's going to help build a better ad experience for me and you. And, you know, because if you've ever been served ads on your computer or any type of, you know, like if you usually what I see is I would have a conversation with someone in messenger on Facebook and then I would go into my Gmail account to check some email and I would see an ad for the exact thing I just talked about. Yeah. That happens to me when like, I'll go look at something on Amazon and like, I was such a dumbass at first because like I'll go look at something on Amazon and then I'll go back to Facebook and all of a sudden I'll see the same thing on Facebook, like like a fucking post, and I'm like, "Hey, I was just looking. Hey, wait a second. It's like <laughs> somebody's yeah. gathering information on me because <laughs> I don't find this coincidental." Yeah, that drives me nuts. When I'm, I'll same thing happens to me when I'm on Amazon. I'm like, "Oh, you know, ooh, this game's on sale. Ooh, this this uh, product is on sale." But I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. And then I go on Facebook and it shows, like, just what I was looking at. <laughs> or even if I go onto, like, a, a site just to, like, uh, I don't know, look at clothing, like, on, the, I don't know, Macy's. All of a sudden I'll see an advertisement for Macy's uh, on Facebook or on Twitter. And I'm like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if they're already finding my information just from my Google searches and it's like, I want to keep that private. I mean, not that I have a reason to keep it private, but it's just, just in general that I would like, you know, not, I would not like my information to be broadcasted everywhere and reminded every two seconds. 
like, why would I want them to have access to my DNA to, like, you know, just to keep sending me shit like, oh, you're, you, you like eating chocolate? Like, uh, oh, you know, based on your DNA, you have a, you have a big craving for chocolate. So here's a bunch of Godiva ads and here's a bunch of you know, lint chocolate ads, you know, it's, it's like, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, how do they get your DNA in the first place? Like, or do they, I think, did, it seems like from, from what they're saying is, um, you're not actually going to give them like your actual, you know, blood or something like that. They're, they're, they're claiming, because the, the name of the company is just weird. It's just called open DNA. So I guess what they're saying is like the DNA you leave online, meaning shit you do. Like so, that is whole... not good. I don't. I don't want <laughs> any of their suggestions like for the creepy crap that I might stumble upon <laughs> on the fucking internet. Right. Like, we could be doing research for something else. Like, we, like, is imagine if you're a reporter and you're like, you just happen to have the weird section of the newspaper or whatever, and most reporters, you know, they go online and they research shit, right? So it's like. <laughs> You we know, we see that you like at... hamster bondage. Would you like a trampoline? <laughs> like, like, it makes oh no God. Sense. Like how, how how are they going to differentiate between you know that and just like someone who's just like I'm doing a news report versus someone who's gonna like well I'm into that stuff you know like <laughs> it's like I'm just it's saying, like, like you're googling so... for research and then they're like oh you you googled this so you're into that like no no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like you, you got to be so scared these days what you type into that search, search engine because we've all heard stories of you know you type one thing and you get put on a fucking list right like yeah you know, exactly. so it, it's yeah dude like you, you gotta yeah and then yeah no I don't I don't I don't like this I don't, Look, I don't I'm, like all, this I'm already paranoid the fact you know I'm being an artist you I'm always googling pictures for reference like to draw. Uh, mm. So I get paranoid when I'm like, if I'm drawing like a character that happens to be like a child and I want to make sure like the child looks right. So I'm like Googling young <laughs> girl. And I'm like, no, people are going to think I'm looking at pictures of young girls. I'm like, no. Exactly. So it's like, I just want to make sure I'm, what I'm drawing looks like a young girl. <laughs> you should just put like young girl pictures and then in parentheses, <laughs> Not creepy, and then like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like something to try and weed that out the filter. It can still be creepy though, because there's like creepy pedophiles out there. They're like, you know, they just like pictures of just children being children. So, you know, right. it's it's awkward. I'm like, uh, I don't want to Google pictures like, you know, Google seven year old girl and have people huh. trace trace my computer thinking why are you looking at pictures of seven year old girls like yeah it's not weird no mm, it's not weird at all yeah. it's like do you would you rather me go out on the street and take pictures of children in public because that's even creepier so and then like <laughs> so based on that search what like i'm wondering what kind of advertisement would come up for you be like, hey, the latest Barbie dolls are out, or oh, yeah, hey, here's like children's clothing and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, Baby that. Gap is having a sale. It's like what? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I already don't like uh, like on Facebook. I are it, it, anywhere you go on the internet these days. It's very rare where you're not going to get hit with immediate ads in the face 
of just yeah. whatever the fuck they're trying to push on people because of whatever the fuck uh, advertising deal they have, and they are pretty much bound to have to do that. You know what I mean? Like that's we, we, over at GamingRebellion.com. We don't have any ads, um, but then again, you know, we run the site for free. Basically, we run the site <laughs> just because it, we're passionate about it. You know, we don't make any actual. We do, we've started to do a little bit of money making, but not not in any big sense with any advertisers or anything so but it, it's already pushed on us enough and then like yeah i already don't like any of the shit that it's fucking putting at me and i even if it's i don't know it do, doesn't matter if it's i guess what i'm trying to say is it doesn't matter if the ad is something that i'm like ooh, that is really cool i would love to have that still i know it's an ad being pressed onto me you know what i mean right. so i like yeah. anyway I still think it's like a dumb idea. Dwayne, you haven't said anything about said ads. <laughs> I just figured it saves it saves the it saves the hassle of looking like if you're gonna buy something anyway, going on the net is gonna be there in your face if they're advertising all the stuff you need. Yeah, but that's it's, true. But it's just weird because there, there is no like identification for uh, internet user, right? It, there's no like. Remember back in the day, it used to be AOL, right? And then they can identify you through that. But now it's like it's open and anybody can just log on at any time. And there is no identifier for like no, saying. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm a journalist. It is creepy yeah. that, you know, they're going to be able to just like if you just type one thing in, they'll be like, okay, we know what he likes or he or she likes. So we just stop putting all these stuff in your face. Yeah, it is creepy that they just know everything you like. But, yeah. but then because we don't know exactly how they're doing it or what. But they're just assuming stuff. But you know, the- it's yeah, it's it's all a just assumption with yeah. these type of ads. There's, there's no real. I'm sure there's real science behind this and real metrics and stuff like that. But I don't like these companies. You know, ad, the ad market has always been a huge business, and you know they keep they keep trying to make strides into you know trying to figure this out. Because the only way I can see this program or this company working really well is if everybody agrees to like log in with their social security number <laughs> you know what i'm saying and that will like have you link to certain things like then you can see oh well nate works at um this publication Alyssa is yeah, an artist no, you fuck know. that that is yeah, too that is too much information <laughs> like, for somebody else to yeah. have no i don't need yeah. all no, that nobody shit. needs to know my business or what i do i want to create an app that's like the anti version of that where it's like it'll like it'd be like a shaming app like it'd be like a shaming app to make you hate advertisement as much as I hate advertisement. Like you could like, it, it would just be based off people's pictures. Right. So like if it saw mine, it'd be like, Hey fat ass, here's a, here's some slim, uh, slim fast shit advertised. You know, like you take a picture of Dwayne it'd be like, here's some head shining cream or like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dwayne. But no, like, you know, it's just intrusive, man. It's intrusive as shit. All this shit is just... I, I feel like it's... Like, the the internet is already so public and privacy has just gone down so much over the, the past 10, 20 years that it's yeah. like... Uh, just like, how can we get more in your face? How can we be more in your life? How can we be, you know... It's like, man, let's go, guys. We don't even know each other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think Open DNA is gonna do any better of a job than what is already being done 
Um, so good luck. I guess. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> moving on to some film news. Film news. We need like like we need like um, segment intros. Like I don't know something like that. Something like that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, some film news. Um, so according to IndieWire, I mean, well, it's not according to them. It's now true. The directors, I should say, Pearl, um, from the Han Solo Disney Disney Star Wars movie that's coming out, I guess, next year, um, left for, because of creative differences. And um, IndieWire wrote an article stating, Han Solo Fire improves studios franchise don't want directors to be storytellers. Um, you know, and because of creative differences and stuff like that between those two directors who left, they brought on um, Ron Howard to finish up the film. And, you know, the article does point out like a bunch of other franchise films like um, Rogue One and um, Die Hard and that sort of thing. And, the uh, you know, the Iron Man movies and stuff like that. Um, you know, I, I think I understand what I mean, I get what IndieWire is trying to say, but I don't know if I quite agree I mean, I'm okay with a director telling a story, but if it's like a story, I've like an original story I've never heard of before or anything like that, like, you know, like for instance, Baby Driver, right? That's being shot. Um, that was made by, what's his name? Director. I forgot his name, but apparently it took him a couple of years to actually get that off the ground and get it going. And I've never heard of Baby Driver. I don't know what the fuck is a Baby Driver, but a long-standing story like, say, Die Hard or Batman or Iron Man and stuff like that, I don't know if a director... Because it hasn't really worked out well when a director decides, hey, let's make the turtles aliens and six foot one or something, seven feet, and be able to break cars with their shells. Oh. That, that doesn't really... But from what we've seen in the past and now, it doesn't really quite translate very well. No. Um, you know, but <laughs> this, I mean, I guess if you have a franchise, you kind of want to keep the story the way it is because, but you know, that's been working talk, for the last they, 10 years. Are they talking about the directors changing the whole script around? Mm, well, we don't really know for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're, they're not telling. Like, that's yeah. that's something that's behind closed doors and it's left for speculation. Oh. I mean, yeah. no, no, if I was you... Gonna say, I was going to say, like, um... I understand, like, I'll, I'll just use Lance, Lance, what he said about the turtles. I understand, like, it, it is kind of bad if you change the whole script around, but it, you can't, but you also can't take away, how can I put this, like, a, di a director's vision for something. So, I mean, yes, you can argue about stuff, but oh, I, don't change the story. You always have, you, but if a director still has a vision that he wants to do. But sometimes, like I say, a vision could be good or it could be bad. You know. Well, the bottom line is the director is not paying for the film, so right. the yeah. the problem the problem comes in where the director the director and whoever wrote the script you know will go over it and they have this you know the studio will say um, well that's cool but let's do this and so the the director will have to give on one thing give on another thing and then it'll just turn into this you know it'll just turn into this conglomerate shit show. And mm. it, it, one thing we also need to keep in mind, the Han Solo film is almost done shooting. Like it's almost done. And then they leave. So 
it almost comes off as they probably gave in on one thing, gave in on another, and then when, you know, like, if it's about to go into editing and some shit came up or something, like, something tells me that it was either them or the studio, but one of those two people didn't want to give on something, and hence the creative differences, and they just dipped out and left. And that doesn't bode well for any project. Um, when you have somebody who's been involved the whole way and then they leave and it, Ron Howard, I, it's Ron Howard that's coming in to finish it, right? Yes. Yeah. He's yeah, the one that so, was on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I don't think, I don't think that's a horrible choice, but at the same time, you know, it's hard for somebody to come in this late on a project. And if it is a complete shit show, try to fix it. So, yeah, cause you might, have, you might have to do some. You might have to do like some damage control, like if it's something that's really, you know, trying to do too much changes at the last minute, which which might actually destroy the movie. Well, yeah. Zach Zach brought up a good point in Gaming Rebellion chat the other day, and he was talking about you know, uh, he was basically saying that I just don't think we needed this movie to begin with. Like Han Solo is one of those characters that it might have been easier to just let it be nice and mysterious like at least canon wise like i know there's i already know there's books and and stuff pertaining to his backstory in the extended universe but i'm more meaning you know canon wise it might have been nice to just leave that alone and just leave him as sort of a mythical figure of we don't really know his past too much you know um i i just they just just want to honor him because they knocked him off there's like damn we didn't even do nothing special with it. We just knocked them off like that. So let's just. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I want to see a Yoda film. Quite honestly, young Yoda <laughs> I would have liked to see that Yoda I film. Like, to see like I want to yeah. see like Jet, the, more of the Jedi. Give me more of them. Like they're still. They could have done a coat. Uh, you know, they gotta, they gotta do the Han Solo film because you know Harrison Ford, and they want to see a younger version of. He's a fan that character. But that's like, just that, dumb, that's, though. Like, it's everybody like, loves Han Solo because he's the baddest. So it's, it's, like <laughs> it's going to be like a watered down Guardians of the Galaxy. That's what. I, that's what. Probably. Gonna, that's, that's what, what I, I feel thing. like it's going to be. But I'm it's assuming like, it's supposed to be like when Han Solo met Chewbacca. Yeah, see, yeah, like, well, Woody Harrelson's in it, and Woody Harrelson is supposed to play Han Solo's mentor, I guess, and. That doesn't bode well for Woody Harrelson's character because you never hear about him. So ever, <laughs> what does that mean? That means he's probably exactly. going to die. Um, but anyway, like yeah, no, nah, I just I, I don't know. Like with all with all the money they could have put into a spinoff movie for a side character or for yeah, like I would so much rather see Yoda. I would so much rather see even like a. Uh, like a Sith movie where it's like, yeah. this is about a bad character. Like this is like how Darth Maul got trained or, you know, some, some shit like that where it's like, you know, I, I don't know. That's just me personally, but I like, <laughs> no, I agree. I, I think cause it, it would be a lot more interesting because I'm, I'm not saying Han Solo is not interesting. It's, but he's a, he's a smuggler. Yeah. He doesn't, like, I mean, he's cool. Yay. But, I mean, I like the people who are in, involved in the movie, but it's like, I kind of don't care. I have a feeling the plot of the Han Solo movie is going to be, he meets Chewbacca, 
they probably hate each other, and then they're like, all right, we're going to get out of this together, and then they end up being best friends. <laughs> the only thing I'm looking forward to in that Han Solo movie is seeing um, uh, Donald Glover as... Uh, as, uh, oh, young, young, Lando. young Lando, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing I'm looking forward to. You know what I mean? Because I think he could pull that role off pretty fucking well. But uh, I think anyway. he just fell out. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just hoping it's well. it's not. I'm just hoping it doesn't turn out to be another Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Eh, well, I guess we will just have to wait and see until next year, and um, hopefully, you know, I mean, Ron Howard, he's not a bad director either, but you know, it still leaves me with a lot of concern. A lot of concern. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on to the next piece of business here. Uh, so, we all know Transformers is out. Yay. Wait, there's one currently out in theaters? There's one that I'm actually going to see it the last today. night. <laughs> going to see it today. Why are you going to see it? Don't see it. You're giving them more money to make more of these oh, crappy no. movies. Yeah. No, What's wrong with $4. you? They already announced it. They already announced Let's still make them $4. But they already announced them. They already just they have a side movie. They're making up. them regardless because like, no matter what, it, this is like one of those movies that are critic proof, right? So, all right. So the thing is, so far, the production bu- budget of this movie is $217 million, right? So mm-hmm. far since it's been released, it's only made about $23 million. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, that's domestic. They haven't released um, worldwide figures yet. Um, but make, it, also, it also opened only, only up to $48 million in China, which is like less than $300 million that it did the last time. <laughs> so it's it's not looking very good for it right now um and the reviews are coming in everybody hates this movie it's a lot of people are saying it's complete trash it doesn't make any sense it's not even a cohesive story or anything like that and i gotta say like i would add this like the, the other night i watched the um the last teenage mutant ninja turtles by the same director like the second version my god complete trash Jeez. Yeah, I, it, 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 I only saw the very first Transformers movie because I was like, oh, cool, Transformers. But yeah, that first one was cool because <laughs> you get to see, oh, man, my childhood robots come to life and it's all cool I, and shit. I still don't like the design of the Transformers, though. I know they're trying to make it realistic and make them look like real cars, but I just don't like it. They look unrecognizable <laughs> half of the time. They're just like a bunch, they look like. They just look like a bunch of like metal ports and you know put uh, together like I, I, you know the jagged metal ports put together <laughs> and they don't look good. What these articles are saying, this is from Business Insider and Forbes. They're saying that the money coming in from the initial opening of um, Transformers: The Last Night is not where it was um, last year or the year before. I think um, it's like way off <laughs> like way 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 off maybe, maybe they Good. realize like audiences are getting smarter and saying we don't want this 
dumb shit anymore. But they I could be wrong. Smarter in the fifth movie? <laughs> like, I was say, I, I mean, know. can you say that when the the newest Pirates of the Caribbean just came out? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember. I don't know, but it's just the concept of it. It's China loves that movie dumb. too. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, and it, I don't know what it is. It's it's down. Like just, just reading this for, stuff. Just take it for what it is. A half hour is a half hour is a half hour episode of a, of a Transformers extended to like a two hours. That's what it was. And I, I blame Harry Potter. I fucking blame Harry Potter. <laughs> Why Harry Potter? I, do, Harry I blame Harry Potter because Harry Potter had Harry to go Potter. and make like six or seven fucking movies, and now everybody that. thinks they need to make six or seven that's, fucking movies. To, it's like wait, that, there's the different. There's the difference though. The, the Harry Potter was based off a bunch of books. There were seven books already nope. made, so it had a story oh, already. Potter. It had a story. These are original stories going, boop, here's another sequel. It's making money. Boop, here's another sequel. Like, Harry Potter is based off a book series. Same thing with, like, Hunger Games. They, I mean, I don't know why all these franchises that are based on book series, they have to add, like, an extra movie. Like, Harry Potter is seven books, and they made it eight movies. Hunger Games was three books. They made it four movies. Uh, Say what you like, like but Dumbledore the killed the film industry. So... Uh, the book industry know. kill of him. <laughs> Die Hard had a bunch of movies. Why aren't you playing with Die Hard? Well, Die Hard I'm, became I'm just, terrible. Like, yeah, Die like, Hard is terrible. That's not a good comparison. I know. Like, I'm just saying. That is a bunch of movies. And the that's why, hey, if anything, you should take it as me saying Harry Potter did seven, I don't know how many movies they had exactly. About eight but, movies. Okay, how many so seven or eight. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's it's a good way of showing how a franchise can still keep people hooked that long because there's some people who loved all of those movies. And yeah, but Harry Potter was good. These movies have been getting worse and worse. It's just exactly. That's why I blame Harry Potter. Because it's Harry like, Potter was good because of the story. No, no, what, I think what Nate is saying is like, he's saying Harry Potter is a good, but he's blaming Harry Potter because I of never liked how Harry many. Potter. They're so and good. How many that, movies they exactly. Have. There's eight of them, and there's everybody's so following good. them. It, they're so good, and there's so many of them that now every other franchise thinks, hey, I could put out eight fucking films. And it's like, no, you can't no. because Harry Potter was based Harry Potter on eight. Exactly. Yeah, now, yeah. could they have done what Peter Jackson did for Lord of the Rings with Harry Potter? They most certainly could have. They could have summed it all up into, and, and okay. cut out major fucking parts and blah, blah. You know, like they did that with Lord of the Rings. There were, there were characters in Lord of the Rings that didn't even get introduced in the movies because it just would have taken too fucking long and too far off track off the story. You know what I mean? So, or the mm-hmm. the arc that the the movie puts it in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, yeah. could they have done that with Harry Potter? Most certainly, they could have summed it all up in three fucking films, and it would just wouldn't have been as good as the eight films that they did, or seven or eight films, however many they did. Um, but now every other franchise. That's all I was trying to say is now every other franchise yeah. thinks. They can do that. They Fast can milk the that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, stop it with the Fast and the Furious. God. It's it is oh, terrible. Fucking stupid, man. Stop it. Stop giving them money. One of the main actors died. Like, why are they making movies? And he's still in the movies. <laughs> Like Let it be flashback. dead. He's dead. He's not alive anymore. Anyway, sorry. And it, it's it's just 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand because it's like you know Transformers they do have books now they didn't before but they do now but it's like it's still terrible it's still just terrible it's, it's a like, bunch of robots <laughs> fighting each other that's it well, in a nutshell there's no deep story I'm just saying it didn't stop them from making more movies because you know you got the Bumblebee spinoff movie that's coming Oh God! Why? Then, no one wants that, though. It's a he doesn't even talk. For toys. Then you have an, um. I think they're doing um another GI Joe movie. Then they're gonna do GI Joe vs Transformers after. Nobody wants that either. Hey, we were like, yeah. nah, we're good. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> the reason why so these French—they're only trying to sell toys. Like exactly, these franchises are selling toys. But Transformers since it's the beginning all was all about toys. Same thing well, with well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, that's why. That's why. Well, that's, why that's why they said the last night is the last movie. For like to say, oh, just transforms alone. That's why it should have off. It should have stopped at three because I gotta tell you this right now. All three movies were the same plot. Hey, here's a glowy thing. Get the glowy <laughs> thing. Protect the glowy <laughs> thing. Get the glowy thing over there. Skybeam. <laughs> That's the entirety of all three of those movies. And then the fourth <laughs> one was just like, just batshit crazy. It made no fucking sense. There were like so many. You can see editing mistakes. I don't understand who gives somebody two hundred million dollars to make a movie, and you ha- there's a scene in this like industrial park where Mark Wahlberg is trying to run around and not get hit, and you see some random dude run out onto the scene that was never introduced in the first place because the park is the the industrial area is supposed to be empty. No one is there, but this random dude. <laughs> just in the shot, I was like, "How did this get past the production?" I don't, I don't know. Who, they don't care. They care about special effects, and they care about Optimus Prime riding on a dinosaur robot dinosaur with the oh, with that the was sword. Because I tell like, you, it's like written by a five. It's like written by a five year old, five year old's imagination, like role playing with his toys. Like, and then here comes Optimus Prime on the robot dinosaur with this cool sword. Like, and then they, yeah. it looks like they emphasize that whole thing for this new movie. Like, spins. Oh, did Optimus Prime was a dick in the last movie? He was like, well, maybe I, I should kill humans. Fuck all of you. I'm like, what? You're what? not worthy. <laughs> I was like, he was like, he was hard. He was like hardcore, not give a shit at that point. And that he was like, even even the voice actor was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna phone it home because this is not even worth some time anymore. <sighs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think Transformers like a key. It, it's it's a key subject of the opposite of what we normally like. We have stuff from our childhood that we love, and Transformers was was a big part of cartoons back in the day. Yeah, but then it just—it's just one of those things that just didn't translate too well. Um, I mean, kids still love Transformers. Like, I feel like kids—the the same kids like us that would have liked Power Rangers back in the day—is who loves mm-hmm. this Transformers and is pulling their parents to go see these Transformer movies and all that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it still looks—it just. Uh... And even like they're saying like Michael Bay doesn't even care at this time. <laughs> I he think like care. he knows. You can tell. It's like at this point he, he knows it's like he knows what he's selling. It's like they just want to see special effects, big budget special effects, shiny big special boom. effects, big yeah. booms, explosions, big boobs, cool robots. You know, That's yeah. Like, it, he knows he's selling to the the teenage boy audience. So. Yeah. He even said it like he's like, oh no, I make movies for teenage boys. How how horrible. Because like, when they criticize him for like, why did you make your 
you know, the the mutant uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie this way. And he's like, oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm catering to teenage boys. Like, he knows this market. They love, what oh, cool special effects, <laughs> cool action, cool robots, shiny. Oh, God. I, yeah, and here's the thing, though. I respect Michael Bay as a director. Not for these movies, but for the smaller stuff he's done. You know, and it's like he he's fucking talented. Like he can make a good movie. But can I he? guess because oh he can. If you um watch Pain and Gain, that's actually really fucking good. Watch his smaller his smaller budget movies. That actually, Pain and um, Gain was that's hold on. That was the one with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and The Rock, right? Yes, it's actually pretty good. That, I'm dude, that movie was retarded. I didn't understand what the fuck. Like, I knew what was going on, but I didn't understand why this was happening. Like, why these dudes were choosing. Like, it. I'm sorry. Drugs. I I that thought was it drugs. was a shit show, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do remember drugs were a big thing on it, but it like. But yeah. it still uses like the same themes. Like, does it still have explosions? Does it still have helicopters? You know, flying uh, at a sunset? Because that seems to nah. be. <laughs> yeah. I remember somebody made a montage. Like all of Michael Bay's movies seem to have like one Explosion. thing in common. And well, you can besides, notice, right? well, besides the explosions, he always has like a scene of like helicopters like flying at a like the silhouette of a helicopter like flying at a sunset. He loves that. Oh, the slow mo, the slow mo helicopter ride. <laughs> I guess, but it's just like helicopters at sunset. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, like I said, you know. But I would just, I would only defend him on that. But anything else is just pure shit show. Um, just like, oh my god, because he just getting. You know what it is? Studios are looking at the dollar signs. You're gonna make a big dumb movie, no problem. Get Michael Bay. He brings in that crowd. He brings in the millions. So they just make it. And then somebody, they, they give it to like a 13-year-old to edit it. And, you know, we get bullshit like this all the time. You they know, should so have like, brought Michael Bay in to finish the Han Solo film. <laughs> <laughs> just no! totally made Han Solo CGI uh, the whole way. Right? And then the whole way. T- take Woody Harrelson's <laughs> character... But not make him human, make him a giant R2-D2 droid that That is trying to find find a shiny (laughs) object that's about to destroy the galaxy. A sky beam. (laughs) (laughs) Sky beam. Got it, guys. Do it. Yeah. Make it happen. Do it. Make it happen. Transformer Six, the best of yeah. them all. <laughs> now in space, completely. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, I guess I, I don't. Know, I don't even want to wish this thing any luck. But whatever. Um, <laughs> moving on to some gaming news here. Uh, as you Yay! know, E three, E three is over, and there's Aww. still news coming out um, from E threes and stuff. Uh, and first thing we want to talk about is Nintendo. Um, but before um, we get into Nintendo, Alyssa, you said that you um, recently got your hands on some hands-on, I guess, demo of the Mario Odyssey game. How yes. was that? So last week, uh, being from New York, I went all the way to Rockefeller Center to the Nintendo New York uh, store where they were having all week long for E3 uh, demos of their new games, like uh, Super Mario Odyssey, ARMS, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, um, 
and there's, I guess, a new Pokémon, you know, the Pokémon fighting game that's based on Tekken. Uh, they came out with, like, a deluxe version of that. But mm. I live so far away, so I just went... I went all the way there just to get my hands on Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, and I only got to play 10 minutes, but it's, it's pretty cool. I got to play... Um, I got to play the level with the the whole city, the mm. the city level, uh, which is based on New York City, but it's called New Donk City. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun, you know. Basically, all you do is really jump. It's you know basic uh, basic Mario gameplay. Uh, if you've played Mario sixty four or Mario Sunshine or any new Mario game, uh, but you can throw your hat at certain objects and interact with them. So I was throwing my hat at, like, uh, traffic poles, and I was able to, like, basically fling myself uh, from one end to the other and, like, one platform to another, and I could climb buildings. Um, (laughs) I threw my hat at, like, a bullet bill and became the bullet bill. (laughs) But, you know, again, I only had limited time. I had, like, ten minutes to play, and I wasted, like, three minutes just trying to, like get up a certain building because the, the controls were a little slippery probably because I wasn't used to it but it's fun um I'm looking forward to it uh coming in October uh and they brought back um there's a Mario character named Pauline who if nobody remembers uh she was the original damsel in distress from the Donkey Kong games <laughs> uh and they actually brought her back for this game. It, and it's ironic that she's the mayor of the city called New Donk City, which is supposed to be based on Donkey Kong. So I thought that was an interesting little tie-in. Uh, but yeah, the okay, game cool. looks fun. I, I wish I got to play it longer, but... You Did know, you get to try like, out the demon hat that he wears? That's why I call it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like that's like the main part of the game is you can throw your hat at like... Um, any object that doesn't have a covering, so you can throw it at a bullet bill, you know, the little bullet mm. with the, the eyes and, you know, the, the living bullet that comes at you, and you could basically throw your hat at it, knock its hat off, it's wearing like a little fedora, and <laughs> knock it off, and then you become, you possess the bullet bill, and you become the bullet no, bill. No, 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 no. They don't like that word. Fire. They don't like that word. Apparently. What word? Possess. Demon hat? They don't like possess. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say it. No, but Nintendo made like a huge stink about some <laughs> journalists saying the word "possess." Like Mario possesses oh things, and they, oh, they were like, "They were like, no, 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 no. He doesn't possess stuff. He oh. just takes their he form. Can, like, he just takes control. control. Mario, Mario's a demonic." Mm-hmm. Uh, has a demonic hat. Anyway, <laughs> so, like I was waiting for somebody to say the word possess just to throw that out there because that's I'm sorry, Alyssa, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. Well, okay. So you're okay, so you take control of the bullet bill and then you are the bullet bill and you can mm. just like, you know, go through you know, fly and make sure you get to a certain platform before you explode. Uh but yeah, you can basically like Anybody who's not wearing a hat, or if they are wearing a hat, you can, like, knock it off, and then you throw your hat at them, and then you become the object that you, <laughs> or the person that you uh, threw your hat at. So, hmm. it's a fun are, game. It's, are the it's stages, refreshing. Are the stages set up like uh, uh, Mar- Super Mario World 3D, or... 
No, no, it's not like Super Mario World 3D. This this one feels like a more like adventure game. It feels more like Sunshine, Super Mario Sunshine for the GameCube, which is the one with the uh, you know, you had like that water hose that like mm-hmm. you had a you know, shoot away like the rainbow goop or paint. Yeah. Uh, so it felt more like an adventure game um, than a traditional Mario game. It felt it felt like Mario Galaxy. Uh, so it's open world. It's 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 more open world, but there are like you know you have to find like instead of sun you know instead of stars you're finding moons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know the reason for that, but uh, you know you go around like. Like when I was when I was playing the game, you know, you meet the mayor, Mayor Pauline, and she's like, "Oh, we're having a concert tonight, Mario, but I need to find like four musicians." So I found like three of the four, and it's like every time you found one, it was like they give you a moon, and I don't know. I guess there's like little side quests you can do. Uh, there's little secrets you can find. Uh, a lot of exploration, and I think that's the idea. Is like they wanted to do a more open world Mario. Like it's still the same concept like in Mario Galaxy and Sunshine um but you can basically just explore and do what you want i guess i guess maybe they took cues from Breath of the Wild and realized oh people love open world and exploring and they love the immersion um well and- i i think they were doing that pretty well even since Mario 64 i mean yeah yeah you know, I, but i guess they they basically took that and just i guess they really wanted to expand on it uh Hmm. when i was there and after i finished my demo the the assistant there was like do you have any questions or critiques is there any way we can improve the game and i was just like uh i think it's a lot of fun i think it's great i love the exploration aspect that you can just there's no timer you can just run around and and do what you want it's like the you know well mario 64 i guess was like a whole you had like a whole like the castle was like the hub world, and then I guess each level was you had to jump through a painting to yeah. go through the level. Yeah, well, so and, like, and it was different. Like there was a, I remember one room was a puddle that you like jump through, and then yeah, yeah, but yeah, the majority I mean, of them were paintings and stuff. All those, all those games like uh, Sunshine Two was like you had the island you were on, and then you can like the levels were like you found different. Like oh, I'll go through the tunnel here, and that's a new level, or uh, you go in this building, and that's a level with, like, seven quests to finish. Uh, and even Mario Galaxy, it's like your hub world was that was that space station, and then you had to, like, fly to the planet was the level. Uh, it, I don't know if they still have that in, in this one. Like, there's a hub world, but it seems like you have a spaceship, and you just land, I guess, each level, you would call it. It's just each world. Mm-hmm. come into but you can just explore the world find all the secrets uh it's not linear you can just you know mario galaxy was pretty linear uh i don't remember if sunshine was was linear uh but they it seemed like they had different objectives in each level um but this one it just seemed like you can just basically explore do what you want um mm-hmm. you know you talk to this character and they say oh no i lost my hat you know and you go find this hat. It's like you found a moon, and you continue with the level. It's not like oh, you finish this quest and you exit the level, and then you go back. You have to go back into the level to do a new quest. It's like you can do all these quests in one place. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's right, cool. cool. I was really hoping to play the uh, 
they didn't have it. They they I was hoping to play um when they showed off the footage during E3, I was hoping to play the uh there was one level where you're in a forest and they showed like underneath the forest they had the T-Rex <laughs> that she saw in the trailer. I was hoping to get to to possess the T-Rex, uh, control the T-Rex, but I <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. But there was no T-Rex, so I was hoping to control the T-Rex and with the little Mario head and give him the little Mario mustache, but no. Sure. It was in New York City. (laughs) It's not demonic at all, no. (laughs) Um, But it's fun. I can't wait for it. Can you see what happens next? Yay! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'm probably going to get me a Switch later on in the year, as I promised myself. Maybe for my birthday, so I guess in time for that Mario game. (laughs) And we'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, from the news from E3 for Nintendo has been the same from since last year, except the, I went to the one last year and, uh, one thing I think everybody's been, I guess, kind of complaining about with Nintendo is, um, third party support, like, um, indie games for specifically, because I mean, they don't even let big third party support that much onto their systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really think they would actually care about indie games. Um, I did meet one company that apparently had, I don't even know if the game is out yet or not, but that had like an indie game. It was, it's like a puzzle, like a 3d puzzle game for the 3ds. Um, and it looks pretty cool. And like, you know, I got to speak to them and everything like that. A really cool company. It's like in, uh, Europe somewhere, but that was like the only one that I saw (laughs) that was like, this is like the only indie project that I've seen so far for it and i guess this year is no different they didn't really talk about indie games for mm. their new system so yeah. mm. i mean i don't think that's surprising all... like when, uh, especially after just recently launching a new console like you're probably gonna i, I don't know i mean I, I guess that could even build more into that point but it just seems like if you're going to be pushing seems like you would push your own ips first Right on the mm-hmm. new console because they're yeah. those, those are going to be those are going to be more expensive anyway, right? Like yeah, because also that's what most people have been demanding. Like I would love to see some original indie games myself, but a lot of people have been like asking for a new Metroid game for a long time, and I guess they delivered with not just one but two Metroid game announcements. Uh, so they got that. Uh, I guess they announced something new with Pokemon, although it's it was a not dirty what fucking trick. Want. I don't. Yeah, it was a dirty <laughs> fucking trick, is what it was. All uh, they said, all they, all they did was bring Pokin. It's the Pokin Pokemon t- uh, oh, Tekken that shit. That's all it was. That's all yeah, it was. It's it's an ex- it's like a deluxe version with like new characters. Whoop to do! Like it looks fun, <laughs> but it's the same thing with like when they came out with Mario Kart uh eight deluxe like okay it looks fun it's cool that they added the dlc but it's basically the same game yeah i want something new it just seemed like uh you know they the like i said the biggest thing they announced was like okay another kirby game even though there's a million kirby games uh another yoshi game i guess that's cool and they announced metroid prime 4 uh and I guess a remake of like the first Metroid game or the second Metroid game is coming to either mm. I, I guess the 3DS. So there's that. But 
I don't know. I guess that I guess that's what they're focusing on. This is a dirty yeah. trick. Fuck you, Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I man. Like I, I told people that I was like I was like if they if they make a legit Pokemon game for the Switch, that would be what sways me to buy the Switch, right? And then all of a sudden, before E3, it's like, oh, dude, there's a Pokemon announcement coming. This might be what you're looking for. And I even got semi-hyped because I was like, okay, all right, all right, maybe, you know. I'll admit, I'll admit defeat if, if, that's, if, if they actually do that shit and make a badass, full-on RPG Pokemon game for the Switch. And then it was like, coming to the Switch, Pokin! It was like, go fuck yourself, Nintendo. <laughs> Duh, and then they announced, they announced instead of like a third game that they're doing, uh, what is it? Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon or something. Oh my <laughs> god. So like, uh, just make us a good console version of Pokemon. Like, I like, guess it's because they feel like, I remember they came out and said once, I, I think uh, that Pokemon should is mostly just a handheld game, but considering the Switch is supposed to be a console and a handheld and one, there's there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah, there's no uh, excuse. But, I mean, no. they've done, like, console... Not, like, a main Pokemon game, but they've done, like, spin-offs, like uh, Pokemon XD or Pokemon Coliseum, I think, uh, which had no. the same format No, It's not I the mean, same. I mean, it was still console. It's not the same, but it was still... A console like you, you're running around walking through the city towns and stuff and then you run into trainers so they have that so they can do that and well I'm, i remember I, what pokemon coliseum was just being it like i thought pokemon coliseum was obsolete unless you were playing somebody else or is that pokemon stadium there i think was that's one, pokemon stadium uh, pokemon coliseum okay. is the one with like there's like an actual story i guess they're trying to do like it, it's not like a traditional game it's like, oh, you go to all the gym leaders, and then, you know, you go to the Pokemon League and fight the Elite Four. I I would like to see that type of game on a console, too. So this game, I guess, was just a regular, like, RPG with the Pokemon battle system in it. Uh, but it didn't follow the traditional, like, you know, go to this gym leader and get this badge. It, they just made, like, their own standalone, like, RPG story. Uh, it's Supposedly, it's like a cult classic game and then they made another one called pokemon xd uh that's one with like lugia like a dark lugia on the cover um i actually like that game you just had to go around and find like shadow pokemon or something uh but i love that game because i was like this is what i want a pokemon game that looks like this but following the traditional formula you know (laughs) like they can do it i don't know i would love to see like a Pokemon game that is like Breath of the Wild size where you literally are running around and you see the Pokemon you're about to catch. Oh man, it's that'd almost be like a, So like so like Monster Hunter. Yes, like a Monster Hunter but Pokemon and it's like cuz like if you take um and they've done that on a at least sort of on a bigger scale um i don't know if any of you guys have played nino uh nino kuni um but it was i've seen that i haven't played it yeah it's it's actually a really close ripoff of 
Pokemon, like at least the battle system, <laughs> like you have these, you have these things that evolve and you throw them out to fight against these other things. And anyway, um, but it's, yeah, like I would love to see just a huge world where, you know, you can go hunt down specific Pokemon to go capture and, and, um, uh, train and and all that you know what i mean like that would be so awesome like going on a hunt for a legendary pokemon you know what i mean um yeah like i would love that game and the problem is they're never going to give us that game i don't think like i i, I, mean, I yeah no i, I could totally see it. like a like a breath of the wild type of deal like oh you see a pikachu in the distance and you chase after it and then when you finally catch up to it it goes into like you know the turn-based traditional yeah. RP you know game mode because uh it would be cool to like fight it like in real time but you can't get rid of that's like you know, well it'd, that's it'd probably be more like yeah, it'd probably mode. be more like you throw out like if you get in proximity of it right like as soon as you throw out your first Pokemon or whatever to to fight it or battle it to weaken it. Um, mm -hmm. That's when they the actually like yeah I could totally see it just being you know one of these things where it's it just makes a little circle of where you already are and you and it can't travel outside unless you actually try to use like an escape type move or some shit you know mm -hmm. what I mean yeah like, yeah yeah that'd be amazing little, little little mobile arena sort of thing do it Nintendo. Do, do it, it. <laughs> do like, it. They, like they listen to our out. podcast like like they would still be listening yeah. after the seven fuck yous i just said to them beforehand <laughs> if they were <laughs> but that would be you know it would be amazing <laughs> breath of the wild where you can just go anywhere that would be amazing you can fly you know with like your charizard and just fly to the top of a volcano and you see Ooh, like right? moltres like in the distance they'll be so so your 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 other shit like surf would actually be way way you know way cooler when you finally get a water Pokemon that can learn surf and you can actually yeah, get on the just, water and shit like yeah like you could totally that makes make sense it. like you can like you can't get to like certain areas until like you acquire certain Pokemon that would be freaking great like oh this uh this uh this 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 I don't know, these cliffs, you can't get over there until you have fly, like, oh, sure. kind of like a Breath <laughs> of the Wild, you can't get over there until you have the, uh, you know, the hang glider, or paraglider, or whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they could, they could do some really cool stuff with that, man, but I mean, I think, honestly, they're just not going to. Like, I really, really think that'll be the game that, that's like... Well, I don't know. I guess I guess for a long time people said they'd never remake Final Fantasy VII, and but they did. They're fucking doing it. So <laughs> they did. Possibly. Like Nintendo wants, if I Nintendo really wants money, they'll do it. <laughs> they'll like, do it. I, I think they would just they just need the right incentive or something, or maybe enough demand or push. You know. I, and I, I think know. with my game, like it, it, what I was just describing, I would love to see them take it back to you play as Ash, like. Mm -hmm. You play as Ash, and this is this is the original hundred that you're fucking hunting for. So you want so you want it to be based like on the TV show, or do you want it to be like? Well, the no, original not game necessarily, was... I guess. But I, it just meant more like it could be. I guess it could be. I don't know. That would be really cool to bring people back, like remake Red and Blue. Pokemon Red. Yeah, the, remake Red and Blue, cool. but in Breath of Wild style. 
Oh my god! I get all my money. (laughs) (laughs) I will play it then, but not now. Uh, But anyway, uh, we are running short on time, um, so we're just gonna skip that last thing. Really, I mean, unless you guys want to mention it really quickly, I don't know. Uh, eh, Nah, let's skip it. Never mind. (laughs) It's not really much else to talk. I don't know much about Beyond Good or Evil, to be honest, and I've never played Mass Effect. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but anyway, let's bring it to an end, guys. Um, you know, definitely check us out on GamingRebellion.com. You can find the majority of our episodes there. Um, you know, you can so you can listen to everything there, or you can leave mean comments or constructive criticism, whichever you feel like, or nice things to say about all of us. Uh, at the end of every post, you'll see our Twitter handle, so you can, you know, so, you know, hit us up, you know, via Twitter. Um, talk to us, whatever, you know, get some suggestions, all that good stuff. And uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music Play. I think TuneIn Radio and a bunch of any, just pretty much wherever podcast is being, you know, relegated, you can find us there. Just look for Pondering Nerdcast. Um, but, you know, until next time, guys, we appreciate you for listening. It is hot as hell. I need to turn on the AC and go. <laughs> See you in the next episode. Bye for now. Later. Bye, guys. Three seashells.